I feel like the Breathing Club was cursed. I just want to start off this this new podcast. Acknowledging igno- our acknowledge, past failures. Acknowledging the past failure. I would say it did not go as planned, even though we tried to plan and make a lot of promises. They were all failed and empty. And we should start we off want maybe, them to be empty. But maybe we should start this off with an apology to those of you that were Breathing Club listeners and those of you that left reviews saying, this is great, why don't they ever post? Why don't you ever upload? <laughs> We made a lot of promises that we just didn't keep. Or couldn't keep at the time. Couldn't keep at the time. Whatever nice excuse we want to make for ourselves, the simple fact of the matter is we didn't get the job done. Nope. We wanted to be really consistent with that podcast and it just didn't pan out for us. Life was a little crazy and the podcast fell by the wayside and we could admit that that was a failure. But Of our own. But we rise from the ashes. <laughs> we are moving forward here with this brand new podcast. Life in Commune. Life in Commune. So some of the free meditations and stuff you love from The Breathing Club will still be coming back here. but Both we're gonna... new versions and those old versions. So if yes. you have the old ones saved or you had the old ones saved because by the time this comes out, all of that will be shoof, poof, it will be gone. You can find them all again here. They'll all be coming back here, um, uploaded on a weekly basis. So again, you won't get them straight away, but you will get them over time. We don't just want to flood the flood the scene essentially but a lot of that stuff will be coming back as well as new meditations and what this new podcast life in commie is going to be all about but before we get into the podcast specifically just in case you are new to this podcast to us patrick beach and carling harps we're just going to talk to you about us for like five minutes so then we don't have to do it again every time (laughs) Because we're super awkward, I guess, when we talk about ourselves. I just don't really think it's our thing. Well, I mean, it's kind of our thing since we're running a podcast where we talk all the time. But what I mean is like talking about like what you've done and stuff like <laughs> no. that. Yeah. Like, it's kind I, of our thing to talk. Like like talking down your resume. Just, I'm just, I feel like I'm terrible at that. It's just not really my thing. Um, I am Patrick Beach. I've taught yoga for about a decade. Over a decade, I feel mm-hmm. like. And I teach yoga all over the world um, in workshop format and training format. And yeah, I guess that's kind of what I do on a day-to-day basis. That's it? That's all you got? Well, I, I created Awakening Yoga. I'm a co-creator with you, Carling Harps. Uh, Awakening Yoga is something that we'll talk about more in detail in this podcast, just not this episode, but essentially it is our um, modern take on ritualistic and repetitious yoga practices. So uh, how you can practice yoga every day, how you can add a level of biomechanics into the journey, and how you can uh, work to elevate your consciousness through your physical practice or your mental practice or your spiritual practice or your breathing practice. That's our overall goal with Awakening Yoga and something that we strive for on a day-to-day basis. Um, Yeah, accolades and all that jazz, I don't know. You can find it on my website, patrickbeach.com, and obviously Instagram, at patrickbeach. What else about you? What do you like to do? What do you do in your free time? What do I do in my free time? I, t- I take care of you. <laughs> you <laughs> I travel the world. I like to walk through cities. Um, I listen to a ton of music, just like everybody. I feel like I feel like so many things are common until we get into the actual details of life. You know what I mean? Like 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 on the on the high level, I feel like so many people are doing such similar things. But then, as we you know dive further into the journey of the podcast, you know, we'll get some of that stuff. And meanwhile, I'm just subtly distracted by. It. Who I spend most of my time with when I'm in Seattle, which is yokai, right? The dog, the tiny dog, right? Other things that you're interested in is trying to get close to the microphone. Our tiny little Italian greyhound named Yokai. 
He kind of looks like a little dinosaur or, or like a little dragon. Um, and you can usually meet him sometimes at our studio or on the road. Yeah. Although we try not to bring him too much because he's distracting for everyone. Yes, as he's distracting for me right now because he's walking circles around, you know, just living his best life. Tell us about you, Carling Harps. So my name is Carling Harps. Um, Patrick and I have been teaching together for, yeah, about a decade now, which mm-hmm. is pretty wild. Kyokai. He's got to do his Get out of here. <laughs> he can't. Get out of here. <laughs> all right, Sit stay, down. Stay, stay the course. I'll start over. You don't need to. It's too late. I've already said I'll start over. You still can go. Come on, just dive in. <laughs> it's fine. I am Carling Harps, and I have been teaching yoga also for about a decade or so. We've been teaching together um, a big chunk of that time, traveled together. We lived nomadically where we just put all of our shit in storage and workshop by workshop made our way around the world a few it's times. It's still in storage. It's still, yeah, we're, still, we're still paying for your baby pictures in a storage. We are still. It is still in storage. We have a storage unit in Portland that one day we will, will empty, empty out. One day. one day. But today is not that day. Um, I am also trained as a birth doula. I teach pre and postnatal yoga, which are two of my passions. And I also work in women's health and nutrition, um, helping women get through eating disorder recovery and figure out how to understand intuitive eating. And yeah. Those and are you are currently pregnant. And I am currently very pregnant. Yeah. About, well, I'm 34 weeks pregnant, which puts me, let's let's say eight and a half months. What's, I can't do this math every time. What's 34 divided by four? That's on you, but you got that. It's that, it would be less than eight, it would be seven and a half. I need a calculator, let's verify. It would be seven and a half. Well, no, it's, no, it's eight and a half, excuse yeah. me. Nine times four is 36. Yeah, eight and a half months pregnant, Yeah. which is wild because I mean, I feel like this should be common knowledge at this point, but we still like to perpetuate the idea that pregnancy is nine months long. It's 10 months long. The first yeah. four weeks you just don't really know are happening most of the time. So we are about six weeks away from uh, the, the probably the biggest life update, which is our baby girl. It's on the way. She is on the way. So um, yeah, that's kind of my realm of things. And in my free time right now, I spend it, you know, napping, napping and asking someone to help roll me out of bed when I have to pee. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're still teaching, got she, all that going. She likes to play the uncapable card to the general public though she can still handstand and do all kinds of things i i can't but, but i will say getting out of bed for you has been getting out of bed right now you. is way harder than a handstand or pinch my rasana anything in the practice feels easier than getting out of bed or standing up when you've been sitting down for a long time it's like i'm failing the mobility test the sit stand test by a long shot i'm 15 <laughs> touches before i'm up <laughs> so but you know it's been a journey all the way along and to be honest after years of teaching pre and postnatal yoga, I have learned so much more about this process, actually being pregnant myself, that I feel like I gain new insight every time I get on my mat, which has been invaluable. Yeah, it's really nice. So we moved back to Seattle. Since the last time we recorded anything, or in case you haven't been checking in with stuff we've been up to, we have officially left Los Angeles. We were living in Los Angeles for the past two and a half years or so. And we moved back to Seattle in part because of we wanted to have our uh, baby girl around our family. Both my family and majority of Carling's family live in the Pacific Northwest. And we also opened a yoga studio up here within the last month. Commune Seattle yeah, is. We are officially one, one month, month old. In. One yeah. month old, officially. And we opened this studio. I mean, one of the beautiful things is because we both start, started our teaching careers in Seattle. 
we have a lot of longtime students here and a community that it's felt really amazing to come home to. Especially because Commune Seattle is located in Wallingford, which is right where we grew up. I went to high school down the street. I went to college the other way down the street. And so it just feels nice. And it's and where, like, blocks away from where you lived when we first started dating. It is dating. true. The The townhouse I lived in with roommates right after college is maybe three blocks from the studio. So the main street that it's on, all the restaurants, the bars, all that stuff was kind of Patrick and I's stomping ground when we first started dating. Yeah. All those years ago. I mean, ago. not kind of. It was. It literally all, all was. All those years ago. All those years ago. So things very full circle. Um, and you would think a big move, because we moved from Los Angeles. We ran a 200-hour teacher training, a 300-hour, sold our house, opened a new business, did all of that in a span of two to three months, and were pregnant. Yeah, well, that did, didn't happen. <laughs> it did happen. It was kind of a whirlwind and kind of a blur. But you would think it would be this giant upheaval, but... It's been so relaxing to be home. It just feels easy. Yeah, I think the whole process has been a really unique journey. And it's kind of hard to comprehend it even now, even though we're like through that the major moving point, I feel, until the baby comes out, which will be the biggest <laughs> moving point, right? The real transition. But yeah, in, in terms of it towards, like we ran a, a 200-hour teacher training in February, finished a 300-hour teacher training in March, and then moved up to Seattle literally the day after the teacher training the ended the day after the teacher training ended and sold a house and sold a house yeah so you know it's like all like all those things when you're in the zone of it it's hard to really understand it or like put it into perspective it's kind of like when we would go to Coachella or when you go to a music festival Lollapalooza any of those places Sasquatch the ones we would go to uh, quite often R.I.P. Sasquatch R.I.P. Sasquatch I know but it's so hard to like to put into perspective the experience when you're there yes and it's only when you look back or even at photos you're like you have the memories kind of come together yeah the memory not only the memories come together but you're able to tap into i guess what that really meant to you at the time or what you were able to do right because again in, in february i think i taught more yoga than I ever have in my life. More and hours that, per day. More hours per day. <laughs> and, and worked more than any time in my life. And like, please remember, or please know, I guess, if you don't don't know. Like, I, When I first started teaching yoga, I was also working full-time. So I was working a 40-hour-a-week job and teaching 15 classes a week. So I was like having two full-time jobs, essentially. It was craziness. And, and February of this year was crazier. Was more than that. And we had to have the house clean every single day, which was insanely challenging because of when we were selling the house so it's just you know had to have the house quote-unquote show ready for anybody that's sold a house or is in real estate you know that it is a pain in the butt (laughs) and what a farce it is too i won't go too far off topic but having your house and your landscape perfect every day to present this image of this is what it would be like to live here and really you're like this is not what it's like to live here i just remember you you being on me every day about like text the gardener tell him to come every day every day and be like, he didn't come today. Okay, we'll text him tomorrow, make sure he comes. And like, we almost had to put this guy on a retainer just to like it's keep the yard. Because we had a beautiful yard, you know, and this is one of the but most amazing Also, parts February of in LA is actually this year and with global warming lately has been pretty crap. Yeah, it's just it was windy, right? And, and so heavy it was like rain. Heavy rain and wind. And so with that, yards need a lot of cleanup. 
just the nature yeah. of the game. You know, happy to be done with that. Happy to be back in Seattle. New studio opening, kicking. We have an awesome group of teachers, wonderful staff, and already such a involved community of students yeah. that are stoked and happy to be there. And it just feels good. Yeah, so it feels it's amazing. Nice. Yeah. So. And again, it just... It's part of the reason, very similar to why we are changing from the Breathing Club to Life in Commune. You know, when the vibe for something just isn't good, like for whatever reason, the vibe of the Breathing Club, it just like, it wasn't good. I don't know why why that is the case. Like we wanted it to be good. Like we put our best foot forward into it and it didn't really matter. Like the vibe just wasn't there. Didn't get it going. You know, and... Uh, it was and so hot, that's even, why we're changing to this life in common. We want to have a better vibe. We want to like do something that we can that we know will be consistent. We know will be um, something that we can deliver on on a weekly basis. And, and touching on topics that are near and dear to our heart, I think there is with the breathing club when we started with the book club going through these books. It is really deeply interesting. One, it's time consuming, but two. It is hard to feel like you are trying to critique someone else's work or things yeah. like that all the We're time. We're not critics, and that's not who we are. We just wanted to have conversation around it, yeah. um, which is always a big tenet of our teacher trainings. Of everything is this idea of critical thinking, mm -hmm. so that's very important. But I think when we came back around to, if we really want to sit down and record podcasts and build a community here as well and engage with you all, it was what do we really want to talk about? And for the most part. It's yoga. No, yeah. no big surprise there, right? Yeah, of course. Yoga, what's happening, what's happening in the industry, what it's like to be a yoga teacher. What it's like to own a yoga studio. What it's like to own a yoga studio, kind of the, the tips, tricks, secrets of being in this industry and what that really means and the fact yeah. that yoga even is a quote-unquote industry these days, yeah. which it very much is. Um, so yoga, for sure, being able to dive into that stuff um, for us, an outlet to talk about our relationship and family and how you reconcile that also with yoga and the yogic lifestyle. and Or just mindfulness more, in general. But also the modern day yogic yeah. lifestyle, right? It's so it's finding a way to merge the two in a really authentic way, I think is, at least it's interesting for us, but I think there's a lot of people trying to figure out ways to do it. Yeah, and I think another big topic for this podcast is going to be overall health and wellness mm -hmm. for um, the individual and how to have small steps to bring that into your life. I feel that so often with health and wellness, the biggest mistake that we see people making is wanting everything to be dramatic. And so what I mean by that is, oh, a crash diet, mm -hmm. a massive overhaul Eight lifestyle change, to eight steps to this, 15 steps to that, three quick tips that will help you. And don't get me wrong, like there's definitely little bits and pieces um, that are super helpful, but we want to we want to share information that will help you change your lifestyle and give you the opportunity to uh, flourish in your own way, as opposed to, oh, you're, you're feeling better in one area of your life, but you're feeling empty in another. So it's like, how can you live a full human experience? Because I think that's really one of the biggest things that we always try and tap into um, in our, in anything that we're doing, whether it's doing interviews, part of our teacher trainings, or just teaching daily classes, like how can you really fully explore and experience your life as a human being on this planet in this time? And uh, that's some of the stuff that we're gonna dive into as well. We're also really lucky because we've spent so many years traveling and teaching festivals and things like that, getting to connect with so many different people in the yoga world. 
and having the studio here to be able to have a lot of really wonderful guests and other teachers and colleagues, friends that we can share on the podcast with you all. So especially opening Commune in Seattle, one of Patrick and I's big goals was to be able to bring different voices into the community. So in the same way that many studios have welcomed us into their community, we want to do the same here. Um, We've been a part of the Seattle Young community for more than a decade, and there's always been a few dominant voices here and plenty, plenty all around, but we would love to be able to bring in traveling teachers and expose more students to the wide array of yoga and lineage that exists that maybe we don't have access to otherwise. So our hope is to be able to bring those people on the podcast and share them with you all as well. So even if you're not in Seattle to attend those events, you still get a little slice of everybody who's coming to hang out with us. Yeah. So life in commune, commune, of course, our yoga studio, commune, the community, you all between us. Uh, and the commune, the union between my, or our relationship. Your relationship. That's mine. I own it. Just like I own you for, for, for $3. For $3. That's the, that was the agreed upon price back in the day, but there's been inflation. Since. So we've, we've raised the going rate. Oh, it's so funny uh, to even make a comment like that because that's the exact opposite of what we believe in, in relationships uh, in terms of, uh, possessing people it's kind of like the exact opposite well we always joke about that we're on a, a single day waiver system yeah um, so a waiver in a sense like you might get waived from a team or from a job or yeah. things like that that you're on basically on a single day contract so every day you have to wake up and you have to re-sign that contract it's not you okay make the choice yeah you got to make the choice you got to both want to be there we both have to re-sign so I mean I guess if three dollars was the going rate it'd be three bucks a day Three bucks a day. Three bucks a day. It's still, still a pretty good deal to have you still around. Still kind of a low ball offer, if we're being <laughs> honest. <laughs> but hey, it says, you know, it's a bit more expensive than Netflix or Amazon Prime. Yeah, or Hulu. True or story. Hulu. So, so know. other things that you're getting that are free, that are cheaper than $3 a day, um, is free meditation. So like we said, old ones will be coming back and new ones along the way. So still getting Yoga Nidra and short meditations from Patrick and I and any guests we have as well. So those are going to be coming your way as well. You can expect to hear from us twice a week. Mondays and Thursdays. I'm saying it out loud. Mondays and Thursdays. It's happening. Yeah. We're going to be on schedule. Yeah, I have have no problem. (laughs) The the big question is, is are you going to be on schedule when it comes to the birth? What What is your current prediction for the so, baby. CJ and I were actually making bets. CJ is uh, a best friend of mine and also the studio manager of Commune. And we were hanging out last night um, overlooking Seattle, which is a beautiful view. And he, we were making bets on, on the due date. What's the bets you guys were making? Just just what the day we thought we were coming. So what do you think? What do I think? Yeah. My, my honest yeah, guess? Yeah, what's well, your I honest? just asked you. you gotta do you want me get... to give mine first? Yeah, of course. Okay, so, so my due date is July 6th, but... If you have had a child or if you're in the birth world at all, you know that your due date is really more like a guest date. It's really like a due month. Any time from 37 weeks on to 42 is like a general vicinity of where it could be. Doctors start to get a little iffy around around 41 and a half weeks and depending on what state you live in, want to push things along. Um, so I think she's going to wait until at least the due date. I think she's going to be a little late. I will say my stepmother... Um, did a reading. She does sort of readings and channeling and she is, she's, she's got a lot going on, but she sat and did a reading at our baby shower this weekend. And she said that she thinks July 8th is when she's coming and that it will be a 12 and a half hour labor. She's getting the numbers can eight hand, and 12. Can you handle a 12 and a half And that, that she said that, I won't say her name cause we're not sharing baby girl's name yet, but she said that baby girl is 
happy and safe in there. And she's in no rush. It's a good oven. And it's a good oven. It's a good oven. She's nice. She's happy. She's floating around and she's in no rush to get out, which is totally fine with me because I'm in no rush to get her out. I actually... Until, until labor starts. Then until labor starts, in which case, like, let's get it going. <laughs> <Let's> get... <laughs> but, but right now, I just feel like this is such a more controllable, easy situation. I've really enjoyed being pregnant, aside from the first trimester, so... First trimester was rough. The first trimester was not... We were in Australia. It was not good. Teaching. Yeah, and I was not... And I would be teaching, and then Carling would be either practicing or assisting, and then she would, like, evaporate. Like, just disappear. She would just teleport from the room. I'd be like, oh... She must be throwing up. She must be throwing up. <laughs> it was a really funny thought so to have. So if you attended any of our workshops or trainings in November, December of 2018, yeah. and I wasn't on top of my game, we now know why. Yeah. I was throwing up instead. Yeah. <laughs> I was vaguely distracted. It was um, such a funny thought to have when I would be teaching and you would just, you know, teleport out, like I said. I will never forget, we were in Adelaide running a handstand workshop, and we were doing I, I usually demo a lot in the handstand workshops and so we were doing l handstands at the wall and patrick was talking through the demo and i remember being like i'm gonna throw up i'm gonna throw up i'm gonna throw up and i'm in this like pike handstand and you just kept talking it's probably how you feel when i de yes. when i talk because i tend to over talk a, a, a lot um and i and he said something and i kind of came down like okay we're good and then you're like oh no no one more thing can you go back up and i was like but you did it. The moment that, that every, we were like, okay, break, your turn. I think I sprinted out of the room. And you teleported. Yeah, I teleported. So let's, let's, just make it it, was, let's just make it have I was know, just like, like a sci-fi element. Don't throw up in the middle of this workshop. Don't throw up in the middle of this workshop. <laughs> and I didn't. There yeah. was no, no uh, you were good. nausea in the middle of the workshops. But, you know, actually being that busy during the first trimester, I was so tired. And it's great that we have both of us because you can take the reins. We can trade off. There's yeah, no pressure to do it all yourself. Yeah. But it helped me stay in the swing of things instead of just wallowing in my own that's one of, feeling that's shittiness, one of the which could have when, easily happened, I think, if I was at home. And, and, and honestly, I think it's one of the things that, again, this is just from an outside observer, not someone that has ever or could ever be pregnant. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, th this is a baseless statement, essentially, but just maybe an observation yeah. is, is a way to say it. But I think it's one of the things, one of the reasons that your pregnancy has been so smooth Um is because like you've stayed active because we have so much going on mm -hmm. and uh, again like we rehashed earlier about running two teacher trainings moving keeping the house clean selling the house uh getting set up here opening a studio doing a bunch of build out stuff for the studio mm -hmm. before it opened because that was delayed and you know like they just keep it like they, every single day there was things to do mm -hmm. um that weren't just going to work yes you know what I mean? Like, oh, I have, because again, like I feel so many people in the modern modern world, like you work on a computer, right? Which is, again, very fine. <laughs> I, I, you know, I have nothing against people having normal jobs. I think it's a, it's a very noble life to have, to pursue, especially if you enjoy what you're doing. But because there's so much sitting involved in that, and then when you're pregnant, it's natural to be sitting a bit more, mm -hmm. that you just lose that, that level of activity. And you've always had that. And I think it's just kind of kept you going and kept your patterns very normal, save for the fact that you go to sleep an hour earlier and you sleep in for an hour longer. <laughs> I need a nap every so often. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. Be, staying busy, actually, and not busy in a bad way, like must be busy, must do it all, but just like... There's, there's stuff to get done, and it was all things that I wanted to be doing. So 
I have had to calibrate my energy, but not in a negative way. It's just, okay, this is how much I can accomplish today. Yeah. And I need help with more things, but this is reasonable. Rather than just sort of like getting so wrapped up in the only thing happening is being pregnant when that's just not true, I think, for I mean, this is a whole other conversation. But for so many women, you're supposed to just act like being pregnant is the only thing happening in your life. And whether you have other kids or not, the fact is it's just not. It's not the only thing. While it's a big thing, it's not the only thing going on. So... Um, it was nice to be able to stay grounded and to stay me, to stay Carling and not just, oh, Carling pregnant yeah, or oh, Carling you, baby. You have taught during this entire pregnancy. I have. You know what I mean? Like, like daily classes. And, and not still prenatal teaching. classes, yeah, just yeah, regular. Daily, regular things. classes. Mm-hmm. And again, while well, sometimes I've had to sneak up and do some, some, uh, <laughs> little few demos here few and there. demos for you here and there. To call, phone a friend. Yeah. <laughs> especially in these last this last week or so uh besides that like you've totally been dominating um in terms of what you've been you know doing on a day-to-day basis which is amazing so i think long story short that is why i'm okay staying pregnant for like this whole term whereas i have we have other friends who are pregnant who are like get her get them out of here i'm ready let's go let's let's check this and i'm not i just feel like there's gonna be so much unpredictability on the back end for like the next 18 to forever years of our life yeah that I'm okay to just kind of revel in these last little bits and enjoy it. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not too waddly yet. So like, you know, I can still get around. It's still good. Besides when you walk uphill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's getting a little right, left, right, left. A little FT. You know, so you get your cardio in quicker when you, you breathe hard after yeah. two steps uphill. Just pumping. Just pumping. Um, but yeah, so I'm thinking she's going to be pretty full term. Yeah. I think she's in. So what's your official date? Um, circling back. Okay, so... Yeah, pick a day. The 6th is a Saturday. I'm going to go with... Let's say the 10th. The 10th? Yeah, let's say the 10th. What day of the week is the 10th? The 10th is July. It's a Wednesday. I think that seems reasonable. 10th or 11th? 10th or 11th? Mm-hmm. CJ picked, of course, June 30th. <laughs> I figured he was, thought he was going to pick his birthday. <laughs> June 30th. He, he, he thinks 30th. June baby. He thinks June baby. And I went with the 7th. The 7th, one day, one seven. day afterwards. 7-7. Seven, 7-7. Seven. Seven, seven. Oh, yeah. 7-7. Seven, seven. How hilarious would it be if it was 7-11, though? That was my second pick. (laughs) Oh, I just guessed the 10th or the 11th. Right? 7-11. Free Slurpees for life on her birthday. (laughs) Yeah, it's for you. (laughs) The whole world's celebrating. (laughs) It's it's her birthday Slurpees. Yeah. Yes. Do you want blue raspberry? Do you want cherry Coke? (laughs) Oh, God. That's that's a slippery slope of... (laughs) Of of high fructose corn corn syrup. (laughs) Yeah. Of sugary goodness, I guess, if you're like uh, into of that. Of red dye number four. Red dye number four. The real problem with the real all problem. things. Yeah. Yeah, we won't go there. That's a whole other podcast. A whole nother, a whole nother world to live in. Yes. So, and okay. Random obscure references. Those are yeah. those are good predictions. I think that, you know, somewhere between June 30th and July 11th. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird to just have, so not know. What is the uh, thing you're most looking forward to in terms of my reaction to the change. Because <laughs> you have your own thing. What, do you th- what, is, what is going to be the thing that... We mean after me... she's born? Yeah, yeah, after she's born, obviously. Like the first, let's say the first month of her. 
Uh, well, I'm very much looking forward to you changing half of the diapers, despite <laughs> your continual insistence that somehow that's not going to happen. I'm very much looking forward to that being a reality, whether you think so now or not. You're a good enough person that you'll be changing half. Um, I am, to be honest, really looking forward to taking photos of her sleeping on you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you two conked out together. I'm looking forward to that. Do you think Yokai will also be in that picture? In in my dream, yes. Yeah. It's you, Yokai, and a little girl just snoozing together. Yeah. Conked out. Because Yokai will cuddle anything and anyone. Yes. Um, but particularly your beard. Yeah. And and I think she'll be into the beard too, hopefully. Yeah. Well, so here <laughs> stay. So. You just have a choice. Um, yeah, I think I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm also looking forward to, I don't know, just meeting her. Yeah. It's just weird. I mean, if you've been pregnant, I'm sure you could speak to this more than I can. But it's like, it's just weird to think that she's been hanging out in there, and we're actually going to meet her soon. Yeah. And then she'll be a person. For you, I'm weird. just most excited to see when you fully realize that she's real. That's what I mean. Like, like there's going to be a moment that, that's, that's like, oh my God. And whether that's like when she comes out or like a week later or yeah. whenever. Because you know this, it's so, it's it's the first massive change in our life in a very, very long time. Like we're, we live in this constant flux of change mm-hmm. in terms of like always being in a new place or teaching in different environments or, um, you know, spending a large portion of our time abroad and moving of course so we're, we're used to change but the core of our life has been the same for really the past eight years mm-hmm. i've been traveling teaching for like eight years yeah. or so so the core of our life has been the same for such a long time and it's always just been you and me yeah exactly so, and so that, like that change like oh like now this is this is like she's here and like that's new world order new yeah exactly like the the reality of it, I, f- I feel like people don't take time to like really appreciate those kinds of moments, and they just like accept, oh, like this is the new reality instead of like, oh, like, wow, this is a different. It's a shift. It's a shift. I'm I'm in a different place. This is a different type of um, type of life, or a new requirement on me, or a new uh, a new level of appreciation for the. At the universe, I guess you know because how we've all got to this the marvel point. of it the, all. The marvel of how humans have got to this point, considering that our babies are like so incapable when they come out, one hundred percent useless. Like, yeah, <laughs> compared to like a, a baby deer that can walk yeah. in an hour. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty impressive. But but just the just yeah, the, the, just seeing the change in your eyes and the overall shift in terms of like oh okay like we have. This is our new little experience. It's gonna be sweet, and they're um, yeah, really like and a pro- profound and in, in different ways. Like everybody, of course, I- I'm so well aware that like we are not the only parents on this planet. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like some people get like so self involved with their kids and 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 things like that. Well, but... we're gonna try not. I mean, I've been trying hard on say my Instagram to not turn everything into a strict mommy yeah. blog kind of thing. It's hard when it's what you're going through, um, but it's trying not to just everything at all the time be that but i'm sure there's an inevitability about it it's just remembering that there are a lot of babies born every day all around the world to all sorts of people in all sorts of situations then that was one of the things i remember that when we were carling said these moments of like paranoia as 
in the pregnancy like yeah, anxiety anxiety sure <laughs> right? it's paranoia yeah. right? like you're like you're, you're just going crazy kind of about like something that's completely in your mind yes right fair enough um and then just the, my constant reminder has been like you know there's a lot of humans on this planet yes <laughs> and uh and yeah there's and been a lot of births there's been a lot of births and people have figured it out and uh, especially when you talk about these things publicly, it's easy to feel like somehow you're going through something that's so that different that no so different. has yeah. anyone else ever been sleep deprived because wow, this is so hard. Yeah. Like no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. Like like you're not the first person to be sleep deprived with a newborn. Yeah. Like so, it's just reminding ourselves of that kind of stuff, especially when you talk like about just it. All the time. That whoever is out there listening that has kids is like, what are you new here? Yeah. Get a phone call mid podcast. Um, but yeah, just being like, we're not the first people to go through this, even though it feels so profound and life-changing when you are in the midst of it. It's not to take that away from anything. It's just to be reminded that other people get through this Yeah. and, and they're, and they're okay and what, or not okay, but they, they did it Yeah. And, and we'll do the same. With that being said, let's, let's put a close on the baby talk for today. Let's save it for a more baby centric episode where you can yes. talk all things prenatal yoga. We can, we can do a be whole soon. episode on that. And let's talk about, just really quick before we close, remember Mondays and Thursdays, twice a week, Life in Commune, the podcast. We will be here chatting, yoga, health, wellness, relationships, family. Yeah. Wonderful guest speakers. Wonderful guest speakers. If you ever have any questions, slide into our DMs on Instagram or, of course, email. Send them our way. We'll be happy to throw them into the podcast. We'll also do some live Q&A episodes mm-hmm. um, from our Instagram lives, which will be fun. Mm-hmm. And Meditations coming meditations back as well. Meditations as well. will be back in the mix also. And if you want to find Patrick or I IRL in real life at a workshop. IRL in class, instead IRL. of URL. Oh, no. IRL in real life. I know, but URL. Oh. Like a website. Oh, I thought you were come like, on. what's IRL? Please. I at least know that one. Okay. I don't know many. I was like, come on, man. Uh, so you can find Patrick coming up in early June. You're going to be in Oklahoma City at yeah. Yoga at Tiffany's. June 4th and 5th. June 4th and 5th. And then you'll be in Dallas, Texas. June 7th and 9th at We Yogis. At We Yogis. Multiple locations. Yes. And then after that, we are taking most of the summer off, obviously, because we're going to be a little busy. Yeah. So the next time that you can find both of us is in Seattle in August for a Awakening Inversions teacher training module. So it's the continuing education module. It's 25 hours, an inversion intensive with the two of us. And that's August 15th through 18th. Yes. We'll be there. Learn about your handstand practice learn methods to uh, getting upside down with ease and as well and also how to share that with other people so this is a practice intensive but it applies directly to your teaching if you are a yoga teacher or a movement teacher or a fitness teacher or trainer we've worked with people of all levels there is a yoga component to it just for the record so it's not just like a training through the lens of it's through the lens of awesome but there also is a yoga practices every day so um it's not just like come in here and like do handstands for five hours. For yeah, five no, it's not drills. We start every day with a two to two and a half hour um, pra- morning practice, followed by lecture and inquiry and exercises. So you get some practical, you get a lot of theoretical, and it's only four days, which is amazing because we pack in a ton of stuff. And usually it's a wonderful group of people. This is one of my favorite modules to lead. So yeah, 25 so hours of continuing education. If you are a Yoga Alliance person, it applies to that. 
or it works towards your 300-hour advanced awakening yoga certification with Patrick and I at Awakening Yoga Academy. So mm-hmm. lots of fun stuff. You can find all that information online. And then the last place um, that you can find both of us is actually, no, that's, that's not wrong. even true. Don't, but the next big wrong. thing, big, big thing is our 300-hour teacher training in Bali all of November. Come to Changu, practice yoga with us mm-hmm. every day. It's a month-long intensive. There's other stuff in between that I'm forgetting, but this that's what happens right now in my brain. So yeah. we're going to stick with this. Yeah. Uh, but Bali, a whole month with us at Samadhi in Changu, small little surf town just north of Seminyak, way more chill. It's a beautiful, easy place to be. Oh, and I can't wait. Yeah, we're really excited. So that will be also the first trip with the babe. With the babe. The babe, and that's not true either. The babe is coming to Europe okay. <laughs> before. All right. Well, I think the pregnancy brain is kicking in, so I'm going to leave the logistics out and And, just say... And we'll leave it as wrap at that. There are only three rooms left for our Bali Mm 300-hour teacher training, though. So if you're looking to do a 300-hour teacher training program or any sort of teacher training, join us in Bali. If you are interested, all that information is, of course, online, patrickbeach.com. That being said, you guys have an amazing day, and we will chat with you again on Thursday.